everybody. I'm Noelle. And I'm Jenna. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Hello, everybody. Hello, Jenna. Hi. I had to say that because you were drinking water. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I was like, uh-oh, I don't know what she has written. Is she going to make me speak right now? Nope, I took your water cue. So. Yep, yep. Happy uh, Freaky Black Friday today. Oh, shut Yes, you can listen to this on your drive to the city, buying your Christmas stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because we release at midnight. Yes, that's right. Just perfect for everybody. I mean, Black Friday sales start. Or, yeah. I don't know how it goes because it was on Thanksgiving, but then they were like, oh, we're not going to put it on Thanksgiving. So is it, I I don't know. I have no idea. I know that JCPenney's Black Friday sale was last weekend, so I don't know. (laughs) Jesus. I remember the days where you would sit outside the mall at like 3 a.m. waiting for the doors to open at like 5 a.m. and then you would bum rush. I don't want to do that. I don't want to get trampled. I want to go when nobody else is there. So if every different store could have their Black Friday sales, like different weekends, that would be fair. Fantastic. Wouldn't it? Like every weekend or whatever, like leading up, yeah. it'd be brilliant. Yeah, we and went, then everybody could have Thanksgiving and Friday off. I went no for retail. like consecutive years for a while. Like mm-hmm. I was into it and it was like right after Thanksgiving dinner so we'd get everything cleaned up and then by 7 o'clock we're like in the stores. Yeah. How did I do that? The thing though that I, the reason why we're not going on Black Friday. And I hate it. Well, it's not only it, but these sales aren't even actually sales most of the time. The prices have already been jacked up and then they reduce Mm -hmm. them to the price they normally cost. Yep. Yep. It's no good. And then most of them are all picked through and the places are a mess. And Oh my God. And the way like Walmart sets up really weird. Like their electronics will be over by the food. Yeah. And it's like the the stuff you want. Like the TVs or or Mm -hmm. the the gaming platform that's new that year. Like that shit's like over by... God bless you. Thank you. I don't know if I've I never have said before. God bless you in yeah, a long weird. time. Isn't that weird? I say bless you. <laughs> oh, okay, must be feeling holy today. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, it's Black Friday. So, yeah, no, it's all fucked up, and I'm staying home now on Black Fridays. It's not important. I'll Cyber Monday, that shit. Yeah, I'd just rather order everything offline. Yep, but. exactly. Besides clothes, I do like to go to the stores and buy some me, myself some clothes. See, there's always towards Christmas, this time where I want to go to the mall or somewhere, you know, just to look at things mm -hmm. and, like, it's fun to do. The mall's all decorated and you got the Christmas music. And I love shopping. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) yeah. And Sean and I will, like, separate and we'll go, like, buy each other stuff and then we're, like, walking around trying to keep it hidden and it's actually a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Well, listeners, like we were just talking about, I know Thanksgiving was yesterday and today is Black Friday, but... Pardon my sniffles. <laughs> we are, I just yeah. got over sneezing. It's like sickness time, too. Things are things are happening. I may or may not be getting over a cold or Ugh. something. So, I still thought I'd go with a Thanksgiving episode for you guys. Today, we are going to hear about three murder cases that happened on Thanksgiving. And although we're only going to talk about three, according to statistics, Thanksgiving is the deadliest holiday. Between resentful families gathering around the table resulting in murder, massive amounts of car accidents, and even heart problems from eating all the food, Thanksgiving is the holiday with the most recorded deaths in the United States. Yeah. So there's a fun fact for you. I can see that. You'd think it'll almost be Halloween, though. 
Because people are dressed up. They're all rowdy. They're, people are, you That's know, true. That's true. And, and it's And you're kind of hidden. Nobody knows who you are in your costume. And even, like, car accidents and stuff. Like, yeah. cars driving through. Trick-or-treaters. Kids, yeah, easily. You would think, but. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, Thanksgiving is. For thanks. Yeah, sure. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start off with one of the more well-known cases in the true crime community, and that's the Jupiter, Florida murders. Let it be known, I can only find things about any of these cases in the present. No backstory on what may have happened with any of these people or why what, what happened did happen. Yeah, just the, the meat and potatoes of the case yes. on the day that it happened. They and... weren't some super famous serial killer who people have like dug up their history on. So there's no reasons I can explain any of these things for you guys. I wish that I could. <laughs> I wish that it could have been explained to me, but no. So... Jupiter, Florida, Thanksgiving evening in 2009, Paul Michael Marriage, I think it might be pronounced, because it's M-E-R-H-I-G-E, so it kind of looks like marriage, so, but I would assume yeah. the H is silence, I have marriage, I don't know. Eh, well. Anyways, he was invited to a family member's home for festivities. Yeah. It was his cousin's home, Muriel Sitton, and her husband, Jim. Muriel and Jim had a daughter named Michaela, and she was six. Paul Marriage was 35, and he had twin sisters who were 33, Lisa Knight, who was married to a man named Patrick, and Carla Marriage. She was still single, I'm guessing. Okay. Spinster of the family. Spinster? She's 33. Poor that's lady. Yeah, that's what you would be back in the freaking day. You're not married by 20, you're a spinster. My God. <laughs> so... Paul hadn't actually said he'd be there. Like, he didn't even RSVP until he called his mom when he was on his way there. Oh, okay. His parents then never made the homeowners aware that he even may have been attending. I'm guessing the parents invited him and the homeowner. Yeah, probably. Like, oh, are you coming? Yeah. I didn't plan on it. Oh, but you should come. They'd love to have you. Even though they probably didn't want him there. If they didn't invite him themselves. Or he just didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, when he called, now we'll explain this all more later and why I think that the people didn't really want him there. Okay. When he called, his mother said, his mother's name was Carol. She said to her daughter, Lisa, I hope he doesn't come here and kill us all tonight. To which Lisa responded, Mom, it came to mind. According okay. to his mother, Lisa then said not to tell her dad that they thought those things because he'd get really mad. But why in the world would any of them think that? And if you did, why would you even invite him? Yeah, this is the backstory I need. Yeah. Like, what like, is going it. on with this kid that we already know, like, to joke around about that or not want him around? I have like... a tiny bit of backstory, but not enough to where it would be like this, I feel Yeah. Like. Huh. So... Maybe, maybe it was just her intuition? I don't know. When Paul arrived at the house, there were 16 other family members present, and everything was going really well. They all had a lovely dinner, complete with laughter and conversation, and then ended the night with singing around, singing Christmas songs around the piano, like lots of good old American families do. Never once ever <laughs> did that, ever. No. In my life. <laughs> we had to do it sometimes, uh... On my grandma's uh, electric, I think, and then Aunt Chris had one. No, I think 
Grandma gave Aunt Chris that one, and that's the one we started with. And then what would be at Aunt Chris's on Christmas Eve, we'd do that. Yep. No, yeah. I mean, maybe playing Christmas music, but yeah. other than that, no. So, Paul married his cousin, Michaela, the little girl. She was loving every minute of the songs and the piano and well, just singing so and dancing. The spirit of the holidays, yep. and it's just a magical time. His twin sisters loved singing, so they were all there yep, singing, yep. you know. And carols are the most fun to sing sometimes, because, ugh, it's just awesome. Yep, yep, I know. So, uh, at... Shortly after that, <laughs> Michaela went up to bed, and every every one of the adults was just like settling down for the evening, chit chatting around, you know. Yeah, as you do. Yep. And Paul decided to get up and go to his car, and when he returned, he had his Remington rifle. No. That he actually bought just two weeks earlier. It cost him two thousand dollars, which, by the way, shows something called premeditation and investigation purposes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Paul walks into the house, shot and killed both of his twin sisters. Yep. And Lisa, if you may have guessed it, was pregnant. Aww. So one there's four people that are murdered here. The third, I believe, is considered that, that the unborn, unborn child. Baby. Yes. Yep. He shot Lisa's husband Patrick to kill him as well, but Patrick would actually end up surviving and being in critical condition in the ICU. Oh, he actually witnessed the rest of whatever happened happen. So he was able to be an eyewitness in this case at all least. All right, all right. Well, that's so it's good something for him, you know, but bad for him to have to see what he had to fucking see. Exactly. Paul then pointed his rifle at his seventy-six-year-old aunt. Oh. Who is Muriel's mother, his cousin, his his cousin's mom. So who Yeah, so at the he's house. at the cousin's house yeah. and, and okay. that's his mom. That's yeah. Her name was Raymond. And in he shot her in the shoulder. Her husband, which was his uncle, ran to help her to try to help stop the bleeding. Yeah. But in the process, uh, Paul put his gun to his aunt's chest right while the guy was there and shot her again this time fatally. Oh my god. Yeah, he's like not firing fatal blows. He's probably not a marksman. No, he's probably he has, not. He has no experience with a fucking gun. Just grabs a gun and, like, I'm going to kill people. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I guess he shot his twin sisters fatally the first time. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't, he almost critic, uh, fatally injured his brother-in-law. I think it probably just depended on where and he then, was. Mm-hmm. And he was probably a little, like, the adrenaline. If you're about to kill somebody, I feel like you probably have some type of adrenaline. Especially if you're not you. a known murderer. You've never murdered people before. It's not like yeah. this is something that you do so calmly, you know. So so weird. He didn't end up shooting his uncle, as far as I'm aware. Okay. There was another person, another family member who was grazed by a bullet, I believe. Yeah, in the wrong place at mm-hmm. the wrong time. But they didn't die. So, so far we have the, the three women. The six-year-old? Huh? What about the six-year-old? Oh, we're getting there. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. So far, we have three women and an unborn child dead and one man being Patrick injured. Yep. At this point, his brother-in-law, Patrick, was struggling to stay conscious on the floor where he was shot, and he witnessed Paul then go into little Michaela's bedroom. (gasps) He heard a gunshot. Paul then left the room, only to return to the room a split second later and shoot her two more times. It was found that he shot her in the hip, the back, and in the head. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, people were surmising that this kid is obviously the black sheep of the family, which I'll describe some reasons that I found out. Not a whole lot. Like, not a lot, a lot at all. Okay. But 
Um, and, you know, his parents invited him. He wasn't sure if he was going to come. And then all the people that were singing around the table, I think it was like an attention. Maybe people were thinking that maybe he, yeah. it's like an attention thing. And that's yes. why he didn't want Michaela around even more because she was just, you know, singing her heart out and enjoying and, sense. Yeah. you know, so. Because he's like, these people don't even want me here. and Yeah. <clears throat> so not that that is any good reason at all. Still, like, grow the, the fuck up. And he got the Remington two weeks prior. Right. So who knows? that? That's actually. So I feel like there's probably something else going on. Yep. So, apparently, and here's this as well, oh, during boy. his rampage, he could be heard mm-hmm. saying that, quote, he'd been waiting to do, tw- he'd been waiting 20 years to do this. How old is he again? Did you say? And I'm you know, I'm lost not it. sure. Did I say? Well, I know <laughs> that the twin sisters were in their 30s. He's 35. The twin sisters were 33. He's 35. So, oh, shit. he's okay, way grown. So, he's waited, like, he's, he's like 15 years old. He's yeah. Like, even less than that. Paul then fled the scene and disappeared until January 2nd when he was found at a hotel in the Florida Keys. Now, according to people in the public from his high school and stuff, all pegged Paul as like a stand-up guy. He was a great athlete, got good grades. Pegged Paul? Pegged him, yeah. They pegged him. Uh, Pegged Paul. Pegged Paul. So he also had a history, though, on the private end, of course, that people don't see. Of course, of course. Of making violent threats towards one, towards his twin sisters. This is all huh. I know. I don't know what kind of violent threats. All I know is that one of them ended up taking a restraining order out against him. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. <clears throat> those twins were the apple of those parents' eyes. Oh, probably. Because it's an attention <laughs> thing. Like, it still boils and down to... Yeah. Yeah. Even in my dad's family, it's like, oh, pictures of the twins, the twins, the twins, the twins, the twins, the twins. And it's like... It's a thing. Mm-hmm. So he was probably from a young age not getting the attention that he so seeked, and mm-hmm. he felt that he was not loved on the same level. And so instead and of finding that love grudges. elsewhere else, elsewhere else, elsewhere else, elsewhere else. I don't even know what that That's was. That's my new favorite word. Elsewhere else. <laughs> Merch, guys. Elsewhere else. It'll be on the front of that else and on the back. Where else? <laughs> <laughs> what were you even talking about? Or just elsewhere and then on the back, else. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Okay. <laughs> elsewhere else. <laughs> I am dying. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Okay, so. Where were we? They had a rest- one of them had a restraining order. I don't know. Okay, we're getting yes, off, yes. We're getting the attention, that. all that. Yeah. Yes, yes. He he was- a, I said, instead of finding the attention elsewhere, elsewhere else, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. He, he decided to take the revenge instead. And, yeah. yeah. Elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> Murder some people. Okay, so, okay. restraining order. After being taken in, he didn't immediately confess, but alluded to the murderers and how there would be no reconciling for him. <sighs> When he was in jail, he made a call to his dad saying how he thinks about the awful things he did all the time and hoped that they were in heaven and thought about heaven a lot. Okay. He said he hoped after jail he could get sent to the hospital for his mental health issues because apparently he had struggled with those for I mean, his I life. That, yeah. I would say if you could just walk in and straight up cold, cold yeah. blood kill everybody in your family. I don't want to, you know, doctor or whatever. Yeah. But, hmm. 
He probably did need a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. Jim Sitton, Michaela's father, uh-huh. he was going for the death penalty for the guy, of course. Yeah. But the court allowed Paul to make a guilty plea deal, which instead gave him seven consecutive life sentences, allowing as, him to live out his life in prison. As does happen. Sitton, elsewhere else. Elsewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Sitton also was trying to get, I believe he did put a lawsuit out for the parents of him as well. Because they did not make them aware that he was coming or that he might have been dangerous in any way. And the fact that she literally said to her daughter, I hope he doesn't come here and kill us all. Obviously, that person shouldn't be coming. They knew it. They knew from a young age that this kid was... Something was off. Yeah. So, either that or they did do something really mean to that person and... I don't know. So, he tried getting a lawsuit on them. I don't know how that pans out. Jeez. The poor Sittens obviously did not agree, saying, quote, this deal was, quote, cheap and didn't make sense. My daughter was innocently tucked into her bed on the night of the murder. She didn't have a chance to plead for her life. Why should marriage have the chance to beg for his? Which is exactly right. He killed yeah. four people that day. That's so sad. In cold blood. Yeah, you know? no. I don't blame no. this father at all. In fact, no. if it was my dad, that guy probably wouldn't be alive. And the fact that you can't say, you know, in, in hindsight, mm-hmm. go get the help mm-hmm. with what you need the help with, not after the murder or after you've beaten the person. Figure it out. How about when you're at, you find yourself at a gun store purchasing a gun, knowing you're going to kill Even somebody with it? Even when that thought just runs through your yeah. brain. You say, oh, wait, let me go see somebody. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, I'm ready to check just myself in. how and murder everybody around me. No, yeah. you should probably uh, go talk to Right. It was all so clearly premeditated and but honestly different times. It sucks that we have to pay for him to live out his life in prison. And so. the death penalty's hard, you know. Well, he was clearly guilty. That, is that true. part he isn't hard. Clearly guilty. When it's absolutely black and white cut for and me, dry. that's not yeah. that's not tough. It's no, when I the agree. cases are not cut and dry. That yes, if there is any agree. benefit of the doubt or grain of doubt, yeah. no, that is not okay. Because prisons are being shut down and then other Prisoners are being moved, and they're overcrowded forever, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're, if it's, like you said, cut and dry, no, that's not, yeah. that's not right. No, I honestly. agree. For our next crime, we're going back to 1991, talking about, and I'm sorry, I hope I pronounced this correctly, Omema. Oh, yeah, that name, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Omema Nelson. Omema was born in Egypt in 1968 and immigrated to the U.S. in 1986 when she was 18. Okay. She worked as a model and nanny before meeting a man named William Nelson, and everyone just called him Bill. They met in 1991 when she was 23 and he was 56 years old. Okay. And he worked as a pirate. A pirate? (laughs) (laughs) He worked as a pirate. A pilot? pilot. He was a pirate guy. If we waited till after your episode to record this one, I would I probably would be done. Oh man. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, guys, we're as, doing this topsy turvy. So yeah, <laughs> he worked as a pilot. So for me, red flags. She literally is there all by herself as an eighteen-year-old girl. Yeah. She's in a brand new country. A model, first of all. Yeah. A pilot who's fifty-six years old decides to sweep her off her feet, and within days of meeting, he asks her to marry him. Oh Jesus. And of course she did. Of course she did. I mean, she probably was scared to be alone in this big country. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? You can, you can never know. What was his? Uh, what were his finances? Yeah. So she was twenty three. He was fifty six. Yeah. 
That's right, because she moved there when she was 18, 18 and at this yeah. point she's 23. Yeah, it was 86, and now it's 91. And Yes. So this marriage would not last long. Over the course of the next month of their marriage, Omema claimed that Bill had repeatedly, uh, sorry, listener discretion is advised, and repeatedly beat and sexually assaulted her. Aww. Instead of using the R word, I'll just say he sexually assaulted her. After a particularly brutal assault on Thanksgiving, as a, as you know, this twenty three year old girl by herself mm-hmm. in a brand new country, yeah, she killed him. Yep. And here's how. Yep. Omega grabbed grabbed grabbed. Oh my what god! What is wrong today? <laughs> Your brain is elsewhere else. It's I'm saying it's elsewhere else. <laughs> it's this. I need to go home and sleep or something. Well, we have another episode after this one. I know. I think I got the blog done already. Oh, oh God, I know. <sighs> okay. So, she then grabbed a pair of scissors and started stabbing Bill. This is personal. Like, you can tell that there is a deep abuse under the way this lady was treated with the, with the way that this death happened. I mean, this is what I'm what I'm saying. So, she grabbed a clothes iron then after and beat him to death with it uh-huh. in an act of revenge for him repeatedly beating her. Yep. Everything she's doing is yep. is the same thing he would has yep. done to her. Yep. She's been hurt. She may have very well been over. beat with that clothes iron herself oh, easily. So, so then after that, and he was dead, she castrated him. Yeah, yeah she cut his dick off. Yeah. If you don't know what that means. And an act of revenge from him sexually assaulting her. Yeah, it always, it's, I mean, it's it's very parallel to, like, Lorena Bobbitt in that case. Because it's very much like, mm-hmm. the instrument that was used to hurt me, yep. gone, yeah. bitch. Yep. If your wife isn't feeling sex with you that night, you're not getting sex that night. Oh, Calm wow. the fuck down. Yeah. Calm down. Sometimes we aren't feeling it. We're not these over-horned, sexed-up teens anymore, you yeah, know? You like two hands. There are nights when, you know, we you don't use them do before it. you had a wife. So calm down. You don't have to, you know, sexually assault your loving wife. Yeah, go grab a pocket pussy or something. Assholes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fleshlight. So let's go get advertising from Fleshlight. Is it? And hey! We'll hey! Advertise that. <laughs> For all our if mail. If you don't want to get your dick cut off or chopped off by your wife because you don't want to take no for an answer, get the flashlight. <laughs> the flashlight. <laughs> We're not doing good today, guys. <laughs> no. Oh, God. My episode's going to be trash. Okay. Which you heard last week, so let us know if it is. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We're going to be like, what's going on? We recorded backwards. Since Thanksgiving is next week, we are recording two ahead. They think that we're on Black Friday. We've been talking like it's Black Friday. Yes. So you think we're confusing them all around. But right we now, have... you guys, it is November the 18th. 18th, yes. So we're my episode. In advance. Yes. yes. So we're recording Jenna's today for this week and mine for after Thanksgiving. The week of Thanksgiving. So when you're hearing hearing this, I have not even recorded Eastern State Penitentiary. Which you already heard last week. Yes, you heard that. You know all the stories, everything, and now you're hearing this. So you're all confused. You following along okay? I'm not. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right, all right, all right. All right, 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 all right. This is elsewhere else. Elsewhere, yeah. Yeah, this episode is elsewhere else. 
So Omeba continued dismembering him. She cut off his heads and his heads. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. she did technically cut off his Thank heads. Thank you. That was not so much a mistake. <laughs> Cutting off his head and hands, okay. boiling them. Yep. She boiled his hands to rid them of fingerprints mm-hmm. and then mixed the rest of his body parts with leftover turkey and threw it out in the trash. So what she did, she didn't serve it. I don't think she served this turkey to anybody. No, but no. what she did, she mixed it in with old leftovers. Yeah, so that to the, like the if, scent if would it was be gone, sniffed on or anything. Yeah. It's just like oh, turkey left, leftover Thanksgiving dinner. Honestly, not bad thinking for this brand new girl. I you mean, know that, <laughs> doesn't get away with it. So no, she does not. <laughs> no, she does not. So yeah, she put him in the trash. Apparently, her neighbors claimed they heard the disposal or something running that night. So, unfortunately, Omaima was sentenced to 28 years to life in prison. Okay. Which was, which, this isn't premeditated. This isn't anything like that. No, it was, it was a snapped type of moment. This woman, and she even told them everything that happened, and they didn't care at all. They just dismissed everything she Uh said. And our culture is so different, you know, and and she was coming here, she's scared, it's new, and then this man takes advantage of her for her age. Well, the fact that they didn't you, dude. The fact they didn't look into it at all. This is a 56-year-old pilot. I know, yeah. With a 23-year-old woman. Pirate. Pirate. Sorry. Who (laughs) has scurvy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, clearly Um, has weird intentions. He's honestly just a regular guy dating a regular young girl. I don't know. It's weird. It is. Because, I mean, it it is. I have an age gap, guys. I'm 10 years with my husband. You know, like it, it. But there are circumstances. Not every age gap is cut and dry. Well, and especially since she just met him and he's yeah. like, hey, marry me. And she's, Literally after they just met. She just moved to this country. Yeah. Like, it, it's like that 90-day fiancé bullshit. It's always like this 25-year-old girl from the Philippines or well, Russia yeah, or anywhere. Found her. And then this, like, older man who hasn't had luck with, with women here. And it's just like... I think it was more of he found a vulnerable, very vulnerable girl by herself who yeah. may not have spoken perfect English because nope. she only moved here a couple and years he could ago. could do whatever he wanted. And sweep yep. her off her feet, you yep. know, and, yep. and then that offer was that. Offer her everything, that American dream that they come for. Mm-hmm. I'm going to offer that to you because I got it. I'm a pirate. Well, let, <laughs> take me to your ship. Well, little did I know, oh. or did she know, um, you know. It was a mistake. Little did he know, she wasn't the right person to fuck with. Fuck no. So. No woman is. Because we're going to get to a point. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to a point where we've had enough. And hopefully you can just leave the situation. Sometimes people don't leave the situation. They handle it themselves and they snap and it comes out in a very violent, well, violent Well, it's not always matter. so easy to leave either. That's why it's it takes not. about ten, seven to ten times to mm-hmm. get out. So uh, she was also denied parole both in 2006 and 2011. Okay. She, she, okay, she won't be eligible again until 2006, or 2026. Now, tell me Aww. your thoughts, because I've got a lot of them. Uh, I feel like she should be let out now. Let her out. Yeah, I mean. Let her out. She was an abused woman. She has done time for a crime. A, lo- a lot of time already. Yeah, let her out. Like. Sorry, unpopular opinion, come for me, but that's how I, oh, Lorena Bobbitt's out. She didn't murder mass, massive amounts of well, people. Well, Lorena Bobbitt did just cut off his wee-wee, he's still alive. She didn't, like, murder, murder. But still, Omeima? Omeima, Omeima. Omeima, okay, Omeima killed somebody. 
Mm-hmm. After being psychologically tortured and physically, physically tortured. Physically tortured, yeah. And then she served time. She's already done from 91 to 2001 is 10 years. And then to 2020. She's done like 20 some odd years. Let her yeah, out. She was sentenced to 28 years to life. So I'm pretty sure 28 years, then she'd probably be she, eligible well, for parole. I feel like she might. Sometimes they offer parole a, a little, little bit earlier. Like earlier, depending on like your behavior and yeah. stuff. So she was probably, that first one was probably earlier. And then the second one, which she was denied in like, what, 2011? 2011 is the second one, yeah. Yeah, so it's probably around. Yeah. Fuck that, man. Yep. Come on. And then 2026, not until she's eligible again. Yeah. So you could probably already guess my opinions on that. So I've said mine, so come at yeah. me because I bet you will. But She should I, be out. I'm sorry. I That's... mean, yeah. She's already done her time. There's people who rape women, sexually assault women, and they get no time at all. Exactly. We were just talking well, about it. That's the problem, you know. That's probably why she didn't. First of all, she wasn't going to come forward. Nobody was going to believe this girl mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Nobody was going to believe her. No, and the fact that she's like a foreigner. Yeah, God forbid. In the forbid. eyes of mm-hmm. this judicial system, I'll bet you. Taking advantage of this man for his money. It pr- yeah, it probably was painted. Um, pirate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he and got then, that booty. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fact that, you know, yeah. people in the country think that you should have proof. Like, I'm sorry, do you want me to whip my camera out? My Polaroid and take pictures of this as it's happening. Yeah, exactly. exactly. What do you want me to do? Yeah. And if she even did like, say anything about it, it wouldn't have had anything. It wouldn't have been. What did they you do to have instigate done, it? it? Yeah, they wouldn't you have You were done hysterical. Anything. He and might have to control you. The 90s. The, the early 90s were a way different time than it is now, people. It's just sick. It's not right. So we'll move on to our last case. It comes okay. from Chesterfield County, Virginia, and this okay. was in 2017. Oh. Had you heard of this prior? I it might have read an art news article a while ago, but, okay. I mean, that was 2017, so I can't remember a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it feels like forever ago now, doesn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that was one year after I had my kids. So I'm like, ugh, it's yeah. all a blur. I know. <laughs> this case has actually got video evidence, which caught the perp in his tracks when he tried to lie to cover them. Ooh. Christopher me. Gaddis was 60, was 59 and his wife, Jeanette. Did you write it wrong? No. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> <I simply, I> <laughs> you were seeing just... it in front of you and you're like, six, no. Yep, yep. His <laughs> wife, Jeanette, had her daughter and the daughter's boyfriend staying with them for about six weeks and then the holiday was coming. Yeah. So Christopher was the stepfather and, uh, yeah, Jeanette's daughter's name was Candace. She was 33. I'm sorry, she was 30 and then her boyfriend, Andrew, was 36. Got a lot of numbers. Where are you getting this? 33 was the twin sister. No, I know, but it's not in front of you. (laughs) You have it written. It's because I skipped along a little bit. It's not like you're like it's off your brain. It's like you don't have it in front of you and you're just memorizing it. (laughs) It's alright. It's alright. I just pick. I just pick. Candace was 30. Andrew was 36. Okay. Christopher was 59. Yes. I am not sure how old Jeanette was. In between all that. Somewhere. (laughs) Somewhere. Christopher Gaddis was a pastor. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Candace and Andrew were physical therapists for, uh, from Oregon wanting to move to Virginia also because okay. she maybe wanted to be closer to her mom. Over the course of their stay, the family would often play board games together, and in one instance, over some spilled wine, and Christopher was very drunk, he got so mad where he pushed and then almost tried to punch his wife. And Andrew, the boyfriend, stepped up and defused the situation. Good. 
How dare you spill wine? <gasps> I know. Calm now. Well, the problem was, and this is why he was already upset, so okay. he was getting mad that the kids had been staying at their house for so long, thinking they'd overstayed their welcome. Ugh. Which, duh, they planned on being there for six weeks. The yeah, parents said, after okay. after the holidays and all the right, stuff. Right, yeah. till after Thanksgiving. Calm down. That's what the plan was. And they were all the way from Oregon, traveling all the way to the East Coast. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Candace missed her mom. You know, she's all the way across the country. She might want to spend time with yeah, her mom. Yeah, well, I'll bet you while she was all the way across the country, this man is beating her mom. No, oh, probably. I don't have any backstory on that. the daughter comes home and ruins it because Christopher, Chris, right? Chris, Christopher. Had mm-hmm. to put on this, this show of I'm this upstanding husband, and that's why he got agitated because he couldn't release his anger in the way he really wanted to. It could have very well been. Who knows? I'm just speculating, Or maybe, maybe his wife didn't want to do a whole lot of you know, sexy things with him while the kids were there or, that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah you know, or that. He had to wait and was getting all pent up. Oh, calm down. Because he can't use your hands. I don't know. We're just Get assuming. the flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> Come sponsor us, flashlight. Sponsored by flashlight. <laughs> not really. Not a sponsor. Hashtag no. not a sponsor. Unfortunately, I mean, I would love to get money, but we're, we don't. We're the murderpod at gmail.com. <clears throat> Email us. Flashlight. Flashlight. Yeah. We're going to hashtag this episode Flashlight. Yes. <laughs> yes. For all our male listeners that we know are abundant. You right. Know? <laughs> right. Yeah. None. So, anyways, Jeanette was already, you know, she was absolutely loving having both her daughter and the boyfriend. Oh, of she course. She was just loving of it. Of course. They probably haven't seen each other in so long. Mm-hmm. And... You know, Jeanette was noticing these outbursts from her husband, and she decided to, and this part does make it seem like this is not the first time he's gotten angry like yeah. this, she decided to start recording every angry outburst on her phone every time, oh. and I think Candace was kind of watching and seeing that she what she was doing, because yeah. she ends up doing the same later. Smart! Over the 48 hours before Thanksgiving, he, te- he kept telling the couple to leave. Like, duh, Thanksgiving is literally in two days. Yeah. I'm not yeah. leaving now. Like, and her her mom is probably like, no. Uh-huh. Like, no, they plan to be here. Exactly. So, of course, they didn't. And around 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving evening, he found the two enjoying the hot tub in the backyard. Jeanette, who was trying to keep the peace, ran out behind him recording in the process, you know. And... The video just shows Christopher pointing and shaking his finger at the couple, you know, <laughs> yelling at them and mm-hmm. this and that. So he went back upstairs after in the house where he claimed that through an open window, he could hear the three of them talking badly about him. <laughs> Boo-hoo! And then he started telling, like, texting his wife saying, I'm afraid of you guys. I'm, I, You guys are, you know making me scared. I don't know. He was was being weird and he started trying to, maybe that, maybe he was trying to set them up. He's setting up a backstory so that he can be like, oh no, they They were were the problem and I was frightened for my life because they're down there plotting about me and they're videotaping me. I don't even know if he knew that they were videotaping because obviously, duh, like, duh. So Obviously, duh. Like, like, duh. duh. I'll swear out. I'll swear out. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. So, after this, the wife tells Andrew, you know, my husband's acting really odd. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's acting super odd. And at one point, Chris would tell the court they were all ganging up on him mm-hmm. and threatening him. And he has texts to prove it. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Even though it was just him saying things, and the wife yeah. probably didn't even respond. Like, no. Probably, like, uh, this dude's crazy. Yeah. At midnight, he came downstairs with his loaded pistol to the kitchen, where the three of them were playing a board game together. Oh, come on. They're having family fun. Don't ruin the board game. Yep. And the daughter and the mom looked like really sweet people, and so did Andrew. And Uh so when they saw him in the doorway, they saw him pointing his gun with his finger on the trigger already, and immediately Candace began recording on her phone. Smart. I think she thought this would either maybe stop a fatal situation, like, hey, yeah. you know. Or if I'm fucking going down, at least she'd have You're evidence. going down too, yeah. buddy. And that was, I was going to say, or that she would at least have evidence. So. Anytime I feel like I'm in a situation or I'm around people or anything at all, I'm, I'm recording everything now. I know. Because I'm going to get your ass. Yeah. Try to kill me. I'm going to get I, your ass. Yep. Whether I'm dead or not, there's going to be evidence of what you're doing. Yep. I will not go down without a fight. And if it's going to be a technological fight... All right. I always have something on me, and it is a camera. Oh, great. Now everybody knows our trick, and they're going to steal our phones after they kill us anyway. <laughs> we did delete the fucking videos. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no. No, I won't. No, no, no. I don't no. ever have, honestly, though, I don't even ever have space uh, on my phone or my computer to fucking take videos. So. I mean, I I, I always have enough. to clear storage space. No, you don't. You just told me the other day how everything's full. Shh, you don't have enough space to take video. Oh, you're right. I don't have any room. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? You're on your own uh, bed, job. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> All right. So let me just stop laughing and get into the rest of this here. Oh, All right. Yes. So Christopher shoots Jeanette first, and it was a fatal shot. Yeah. Immediately. And... After that, in the video, you could hear Candace screaming, very obviously scared and clearly upset as to what the fuck just happened. Yeah. Before he shot and killed her as well. Mm. You can then hear Andrew, who at that point had been hiding behind a table. I was going to say, the second I see that gun, I'm going under the table or yeah. something and trying to like block my, do something. Mm-hmm. He was begging for his life, pleading with Christopher that he would go and he would leave right now. Yeah, I won't tell anybody. Just let me go. Yeah. If you want me gone, then just let me leave. You know, I I didn't realize it was that bad. You wanted us to leave that bad where you were going to kill us. Or you get out of there, Christopher. I know. You're unhappy. That's his house. You go. He ain't going to leave his house. You can come back after the holidays, bitch. Grab your flashlight and get out of here. Sponsored by Fleshlight. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> if I were his wife, I would have just said, yeah. why don't we all go to a hotel and have fun? Or, yeah. It's like, like oh, kids, not stay here. Us. Or be like, hey, guys, we are having a little bit of a tiff right now. We're kind of fighting a little bit. Here's a couple nights at a hotel for you guys. Because mm-hmm. I bet even the young couple didn't want to, you know, were uncomfortable and, and things like that in, in their old childhood home or whatever. Yeah. There are other ways to get through the situation. I know. Definitely did not have to end in murder. No. Give Christopher and, and Jeanette a couple mm-hmm. nights for themselves in their home. Happy pappy. Mm-hmm. And then same with Candace and Andrew. Andrew then ran for his life out the front door, but Christopher oh. went oh. after him and shot and killed him in the garden. How did no one hear this? Oh, they did. Oh, okay. So there are like eyewitnesses. The neighbors heard a gunshot and an alarm went off somewhere, and it sent a patrol officer like over to the house. Okay. Where they found Christopher waiting on the front steps. 
So they didn't even really need the video. No. Well, well, yes, because Chris tries to say in court later that they were. Oh, that is true. That they were plotting and threatening against him and all this, and, and she, they've got video of him being the aggressor every true. time. True. Yeah. So. Yeah, but still, they have that video. They didn't necessarily need like the killing video, is what I'm saying, because the cops came and. Yeah, he did admit what yeah, he did. So. so when the officer put him face down in the ground and in cuffs. Christopher told him there were two others in the house that he shot and that they were probably dead. Oh, my God. So he's just, okay. He wanted them dead. He did what he came to do. And he claimed that they had all threatened to kill him. But coincidentally, all but Andrew were shot in the back. Yeah. So yeah, they weren't Nobody was coming after him. You. They were probably yeah. running away. If Coward. Coward. So, yep. He would end up pleading guilty on all three counts of murder. Of course, after that's... After they're like, no, you're a lying piece of shit. You know, that didn't actually happen. Here's the video evidence, blah, blah, blah. And he served five years. I don't actually understand his sentence. Okay. All so right. it said he was sentenced to 100 years in prison for each murder with 45 years suspended on each count. And I don't know what that means. See, I'm not sure about the suspended. I know that, like, so for each person that he murdered, it's like 100 and some odd years. So that's like 300 and some Yeah, 300. Odd but um, I don't know what suspended means. And then another yeah. source said that he was sentenced then to 58 years. And I'm like, that's it for like three murders. But this girl. I mean, he wouldn't get out anyway with how old. Well, no, I know. Is. But still, the contrast. No, no, crazy. no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely nuts. And he killed three people. Cold blooded. Just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Building I, up to it. I don't know what the suspended means, but. He's got life in prison. Yeah. So <laughs> Basically. He, he won't ever be getting out. Like, Mm-mm. with genocide, with his age, he's never going to get out of there. Mm-mm. Of course, being a pastor in a community who just literally Ooh, slain his yeah, family. I forgot about that. Yeah. On the one day of the year meant to give thanks, people were absolutely, like, gobsmacked that he'd, uh-huh. he'd do this. Oh, they're probably like, he was such a nice, gentle man. Yep. Just like all the ones that touched the peepees. And yeah. then he was pretty much excommunicated from the church. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, I hope so. I would hope so I as would well. hope so. You know, God <sighs> forgives. <laughs> <laughs> All you've got to do is ask for it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He probably is in there freaking reading his Bible and, and asking oh, for forgiveness. Yeah. And I'm sure. Feels, oh, I'm going to be accepted in, in heaven. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's all I have for you today on this episode. I hope it made the drive on Black Friday more fun. Yeah, this was great. I hope you guys had some freaking laughs in there because I know that we started this episode right before we even hit record. We were being goofy yeah, and it just followed. So hopefully it follows into uh, Eastern State, which you already listened to last week. (laughs) Wish me luck with the next one in my brain. Uh, Luckily, it's not my episode. Fuck, it's mine. So, um... Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I gotta get something up here on the computer, switching screens. Yeah, sorry, had to get up my script here so we could say the ending here. <laughs> As always, follow us on, where do you think? YouTube, more than murder. Do all the things. Life, life subscribe, bell, all that. Yep, there we go, we're done. <laughs> like, subscribe, bell, and all that. Yeah. Leave us reviews on mm-hmm. Acast. Mm-hmm iTunes, Audible, Facebook, anywhere really helps. Yes. Especially if you, like, you know, star, put stars on or whatever you can do on YouTube. I don't know if you can review, you know, rate things on YouTube. You can like things. That's you can, like, it. thumbs up or thumbs down. So yeah. you can so do that. Do that. Comment. 
share YouTube videos and social media posts really helps. Because of the algorithms and everything, go ahead and follow us on Facebook at mm-hmm. More Than With Murder. With a murder? Yeah, was not paying attention. <laughs> go ahead and follow us on Twitter at More Than Underscore Murder. <laughs> she goes, hmm? More than- <laughs> <laughs> I was not paying attention. I was not. No. <clears throat> follow us on Insta at More Than Murder Pod. If you have any ghosty experiences or true crime stories of your own, or if you'd just like to say hi, if you want your own episode of MTM, (laughs) (laughs) email us at the Gmail. Mm -hmm. Let us know. We'll chat. Could get you on Zoom. Could get you in person. Flashlight. Reach out. Flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) Flashlight. Okay, guys. We'll see you later. Yeah. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, And happy Merry Christmas. Yeah. It's after Thanksgiving now. You're allowed to say it. (laughs) Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.